think I can find something in there. Man, we are really <laughs> struggling tonight, aren't we? FYI, listeners, Rachel's trying to get me to start the podcast this week with a visual joke. Do these microphones not remind you of the fact that you're on a podcast and no one can see us? Like that stopped us before. <laughs> Well, it's Wednesday night, and we're at Rachel's apartment, and that's much, that must mean it's Starformers night. We are really struggling. This is a great start. Welcome to Rebels and Robots, episode 34. I'm Cameron. I'm Rachel. This is our weekly chat about Star Wars and... Transformers. We are. It is September now. We are firmly out of hot bot summer, and we are into Ahsoka Tano Autumn. Atum, Ahsoka Tano Tumnal. I cannot believe... You managed to bring that back. <laughs> and We're off to a low start. There's, the only way is to go is up. Mm, not if you're Ahsoka in this episode. But we'll get to that. Oh. This week we're talking about Ahsoka, episode four, titled Fallen Jedi. But before we get to that, we always talk about recent thoughts and news. I have a thought from last week. So last week was the first time in 33 episodes I did not listen to the full previous episode before we recorded. So I didn't last... In 33 episodes, so, like, none of them. <laughs> what? This is the... F- oh, I misheard you. I thought you meant... Okay. In all previous... I guess before 33, all 32 previous uh-huh, episodes of the uh-huh. podcast, I had listened... I guess the first one I didn't do it, because there was no first one to listen to. Nonetheless, so 30-ish episodes, I had listened to the previous episode before we recorded again. Did not do it last week. Got about halfway through. So I didn't listen to episode 32, which was the first two episodes of Ahsoka until after we recorded last week. And I realized, listening to 32, at the end of watching the first two episodes of Ahsoka, Rachel, you asked me to make some wild predictions. And out of the top of my head, I just said, Hu Young is actually Grievous. Well, I, oh the my first gosh. thing in episode three is Hu Young fighting Sabine with four arms. And I did make a Grievous joke at the time, but I did not make the callback joke because mm. I had forgotten about my prediction. Mm. So, so far, my prediction's looking pretty good. Mm. There's some evidence to suggest. And again, in this episode, he fights with four arms. Maybe I knew something. Maybe there was something I had a connection with the Force. I sensed that perhaps Hu Young actually is Grievous. So. If you had a nickel for every uh, Star Wars show that had a weird Grievous-esque character, <laughs> I know, right? that we is would true. have like two nickels. <laughs> I know what happened three. in Boba. I feel like it happened again in another. Did Star it happen Wars in show. Mando three? It did. Did yeah. it? There was like yeah. a random like chef. Uh, another. Mm-hmm. Another. Yeah, he, he the same exact bot. droid showed up again with well, the same design. So that's my my observation from last week's episode. Uh, <laughs> uh, what what news you got? So I saw this on Twitter. I did not believe it because I was like, eh, people on Twitter say things. So, someone posted, you can hear, so in this, in this scene, uh, from the first Ahsoka episode, where she is uh, doing the Jedi Fallen Order puzzle, uh-huh. um, supposedly you can hear Sam Witwer's Darth Maul whispering, is he the chosen one, in this scene, like, quote, and someone clipped it, and you actually can, it is very faint. <laughs> Thank you. 
it's hmm. it, it's faint, but there does seem to be at least a voice there. It's well, it definitely sounds like Sam Witwer's yeah. ball, especially from the Twin Sons Rebels episode. Anyways, I'm not sure who had the ears to hear that, but congrats <laughs> to you because dude, people on the internet are wild. Things yeah. they can hear, things they can notice. It's it's nuts. Yeah, bonkers. So I don't have a bit of news, but I do have something that happened to me in the wild this mm. week. Uh, top fan of the podcast, Megan, was with us when this happened. We were at... You hurt my mom's uh, feelings. <laughs> Look, just because you're not number one doesn't mean we don't love you, but <laughs> she's made two fan edits. So I think that's pretty good. Uh, we were at Sonic, and there was a bit of podcast material showed up. Sonic's toys right now are Transformers Earthspark. And four of your favorite Transformers can turn into spoons. Did I swipe the right one? No, it didn't even move, which was really funny. You take their head off and they turn into a spoon. And then you can like, I think you can transform their body and they kind of look like a vehicle. Mm, I don't like that. You've got, but see, they're very cheaply made. They're all one color. <laughs> You've got uh, Optimus Prime, Bumblebee, Megatron, and... That's uh, Alita One. Alita Put one. some respect on her name. <laughs> and um, so, uh, very cheap toys. Probably reflects the quality of Transformers mm. or Spark the Cartoon show. But I've actually heard quite funny good to things that. about it. Really? Uh-huh. Interesting. Um, so, nothing super fascinating, but it was fun to... Fu- to. It is fun that once you start looking for Star Wars and Transformers stuff... I mean, Star Wars is obvious. Super popular, it's out in the world, but Transformers is especially funny given it's not like so popular. So it's fun when you run into it in out in the wild. What other news you got? So it's not necessarily news per se, but um, so last episode we got Ahsoka spacewalking and doing mm-hmm. lightsaber fights, and you know, people are like, it is stupid. People thought it was not everyone, but some people thought it was really goofy, stuff like that. Well, we've we've seen it twice before. In Clone Wars and in Rebels. Yeah. Which checks out. Uh-huh. Which I knew, but I remembered the Rebels one. And I was like, I'm sure we've seen it in Clone Wars too, because Star Wars is fun when it's goofy. Um, I agree. The other thing I had was so um, Senator Hamato uh, Ziano, who we saw last episode, mm-hmm. that Hera it was kind of going up against, you know, when she was like, when did you fight in the war? And, you know, it's very obvious he didn't fight in the war. He is actually seen in Star Wars Resistance. Of so course. about twenty <laughs> years later, he's actually the father of one of the characters I of see. the main cast of Star Wars Resistance, which we haven't seen Resistance, so we didn't know that. But but someone posted it, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I mean it's. Um... It's it is this is an element that of Star Wars that I think that is fun post mm-hmm. Disney acquisition is that there are connections between everything that they're putting together. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Too bad no one ever watched Star Wars Resistance. <laughs> well, <laughs> someone did. Yeah. <laughs> um. So what else you got? that that's all I got. Um, actually, in other news, uh, my pre-order from May the 4th shipped. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I have uh, the only four 
uh, members of the Bad Batch that matter um, of the guys. I Omega, I don't know when Omega is going to show up. January 2024, I guess. I pre-ordered her in April and she's still not here, uh, which hers is like January 20, uh, 2024. But we got Hunter, Wrecker, Echo, <laughs> Wrecker, Echo, and Tech. So in the nice, uh, smooth plastic free boxes <laughs> um the fun thing about pre-ordering is that you get to pre-order them and then go oh yay and then suddenly they when they ship is when it all hits your card <laughs> <laughs> so i got this notification like your your walmart order shipped and i was like i don't order anything from walmart ever what is this they all shipped separately that's actually what kind of annoys me um Mostly just for packaging and also because I ordered it to my work and I had to go, I had to bring home four different packages. Looks <laughs> so, like you're stealing stuff from it, work. Oh my gosh. Okay. But so I hadn't been at work yesterday or today. And so um, I've been sick. I'm going back tomorrow. Since I've got the go ahead to go back tomorrow, I went in, went into our mailroom and I had three packages for me. That I just show up end of day afterwards picking up and leaving. <laughs> so I did feel like that <laughs> considering they're in my work mail bo- work mailbox, but they're mine. So yeah. What they else get you got? To, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, you're good. They done. get to join the rest of the other <laughs> bad batch figures on the shelf. Um, I've had almost probably like a year long probably almost to the date year-long competition with one of my online friends on who's going to get a hunter figure first i won (laughs) (laughs) so mark one up for rachel maybe yeah so yeah that's all i got that's all the news i got (laughs) um so i've got a little game for us to play before to get some transformers content into this week's podcast before we get into ahsoka because we didn't watch any g1 not yet we will um so <laughs> i thought take time to heal from that for some reason i had the thought um to do star wars versus transformers bot battles yeah robots what and battles bot battles oh, okay um i i meant to actually do you, you don't happen to have a hundred sided die 100d do you no. Not 100 sided die. You have the hun- you have the 100 and you have the 10. I can no. just do uh, one on my phone. I do not have any I of mean, those I'm things. 100 D. Surprisingly, D&D is not something I've gotten into. <laughs> I don't know if maybe there was another game that uh, used it. Um, the, the sound of them rolling would have been fun, but uh, I... Maybe I've got a cat toy that can replicate it. <laughs> um, so, I'll just do it on, on here. So, I mean, I didn't come... Uh, ready to uh, have numbers for them either. We'll just we'll just, just talk between the two of us which one we think would win. Um, so I tried to do my best to pair up good fights here between a Star Wars and you and Transformers equivalent. So I think a really obvious one to start with would be the Death Star versus Unicron. I chose Death Star two just because it's bigger and I assume it's closer in size to Unicron. Actually, let me see if I can. I did not come prepared for this. Unicron size. He is 120,000 kilometers. That means nothing to me. I know. We're going to do a comparative to the Death Star 2. 
I know the Death Star 2 is quite a bit bigger than the original Death Star. And then, oh, <laughs> the Death Star 2 is only 2,000 kilometers. Yeah, the Death Star is not large, but so I'm going to go with... Maybe uh, you, uh, Starkiller Base would be better because it's Maybe. Like actual planet sized. But I feel like it depends. Long range, Death Star for sure. Close mm-hmm. range, Unicron. Mm, yeah. This feels like one of those fights of you need to get land one. The first punch better knock me out. <laughs> like I think the Death Star yeah. could get in a shot. Yeah. Could do it. But if it doesn't, then Unicron's got it. Yeah. If Death can... Star can get a shot in, it's got it. Um. So I think we're in agreement on that. All right. And uh, my second one here is um, trying to get better, closer in size. Uh, an ATAT. So we don't really have a lot of robots, like a, like a lot of large robots in Star Wars. We have ATAT versus Optimus Prime. I thought would be a, a relatively fair fight. Uh, Optimus Prime is obviously not smarter than an ATAT, but ATAT's got firepower. It's got some height. It's got some range there. Um, I, don't I know who feel like it's long on. distance and short distance. Yeah, again. that's a good point. Yeah. Whoever, like, I think. I mean. Yeah, if if it gets a shot in on Optimus, that's it'd probably take him down pretty quickly. But have they considered the plot armor? <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it is. It is hard to say Optimus Prime. He would might lose. die first, but he'll be back. And so I do feel like just recollecting back to the movies, I feel like we see Optimus Prime getting shot by large explosions a lot. Yeah. Um, and so that what like if he's susceptible like to that, the ATAT, but also the ATAT takes so long to move. It's so slow. Like, you could potentially, like, even, I thought about other similar vehicles in Star Wars, but I don't think any of them, like, they're not, they don't, ships would maybe even be better. We, what, I mean, so, especially in the last night, there's that very famous scene Mm -hmm. of Optimus, like, swinging his sword, he decapitates, like, five at the same time. You just gotta do that to the ankles of the (laughs) AT-AT and it's down. That's true. Uh, so next we've got Megatron versus C-3PO. Now this is obviously a difficult fight. Um, I know that there's a lot of controversy in in the uh, the fan bases of, of C-3PO being an overpowered character, but I I do think Megatron would stand a chance. I do think that if you could if you could sneak up on him, if, what, what do you think? Is this um <laughs> is this pre um Rise of Skywalker C-3PO, <laughs> or is this the two-second red-eye C-3PO? <laughs> yeah, I think I think Sith-controlled C-3PO would not hesitate, but um, I think that that would be the only... <laughs> um, so we'll call that one a draw. Um, mouse droid versus Bumblebee. What do you think? Um, do you think Bumblebee would have a chance against a mouse droid? They're, they're very fast. Um, it's... <laughs> They're everywhere. <laughs> they could be. They're, they're like ninjas. <laughs> Bumblebee's got you know too much of a proclivity towards not killing things. But I think bump mouse droids. They've got no face. Not Baver's Bumblebee. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> um, it's I, like they're. It's like probably like a banana peel. They like step on him and just. <laughs> <laughs> but then Bumblebee falls and snaps his neck, and the mouse droid is fine. I think that. Uh, 
I think that Bumblebee only wins because of the power of friendship in the end, and Mouse Droids seem to be very lonely. Um, finally, finally, uh, we're going to go with Starscream versus Leia's pet droid from uh, Kenobi, the series. What was that droid's name? Lola. Little, Lola. It's Lola. So Lola's got, winning. Yeah, so Lola. Lola. Wins. Lola, Lola um, ah, I forgot the title. Lola wins. You got to imagine anything programmed by Leia has got to be programmed for destro- for death and destruction. And I just don't know if Starscream, I think Starscream would most likely underestimate Lola, and then Lola would probably tear Starscream limb from limb from the inside. Yeah. Um, like a parasite. However, Starscream does have the benefit of never having been in the TV show Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> so that does give him some strength ahead. So wow. that one, we'll leave that one TBD <laughs> until... Firing shots tonight. <laughs> and thus in this week's Star Wars versus Transformers, Starformers bot battles. <laughs> um, do you want to give us... You, you talked about... Oh, uh, you texted it to me. I am not ready. You te- No, not this week, but in a future week, we'll have another game that you suggested... Um, I'm gonna wipe the floor with you. I'm so sorry. What? I'm gonna wipe the floor with you. I'm so sorry. (laughs) Of naming songs. How quickly can one of us name a song? (laughs) Anyways, um, good stuff. Good game. Um, It's, uh, you know, it's some some hypothetical uh, death battles between friends. So this week, back to uh, speaking of hypothetical death battles, Ahsoka episode four, Fallen Jedi, um, feels. Like a funny name to use given the the video game is called Jedi Fallen Order, but yeah. whatever. Um, well, Jedi colon yeah, but yeah, I was like, huh? <laughs> We're gonna see our boy Cal Kestis. So we pick up right with the last episode um, dropped off with our heroes in the woods with their ship down and the villains looking for them in the woods while putting together their giant hyper ring hyperspace ring. Um, there's a fight outside the ship. It happens pretty quick. Does anything significant happen before the fight? That you say there's a conversation between Sabine and Ahsoka about not worrying. Yeah, and also and kind of yeah, go oh, ahead. Oh, Ahsoka's leading into the territory of to stop Thrawn. We might need to destroy the map mm-hmm. that could find Ezra. Yeah, and as we've seen, Sabine doesn't. You know. Sabine and Ezra were close. He's like he says in his recording, "You're like my sister." Um, so that was really kind of the most important part before the fight outside. Were you about to say? Did you say I had a good point? Oh, you something? had a really funny comment right before the fight started. So outside is Hyang uh, fixing the ship, and you hear a <laughs> you hear a stick snapping outside in the distance. Um, <laughs> Their ship has been discovered by the bad guys. They send some of the assassin droids to go stop them, along with uh, Hati and Merrick. And so the droids show up first, and Huyang hears the stick snap. And he like turns his head to like look over his shoulder, and Cameron, you just go, I feel like somebody's trying to sell me something. <laughs> Which is a top tier SpongeBob reference. Thank you. Um, and somewhere in here, I don't remember exactly the exact um, sequence of events, but we also cut to Hera after her meeting with the other senators. Oh yeah, and the like. 
decides to just go out on her own. She gets in her ship. We get the ghost. We get the ghost Ooh. in flight. We get to um, see Jason again. She takes her presumably like 10-year-old son, 8-year-old son with her in the battle. Seems like a bad choice to me, but whatever. Hey, if Anakin can do it. <laughs> Take his son in Anakin the battle? Anakin was a 10-year-old <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, Chopper's with them. They recruit some uh, some Republic Rangers, one being, is his name Carter? Carson. Carson yep. um, from The Mandalorian. And just a guy who's just around a lot now. And a uh, like 55-year-old Korean def- man. Definitely going to be in the New Republic Rangers. Yeah. Like, that's, he was definitely going to be in it. And then we cut back to, so um, Sabine and Ahsoka and... Hu Yang fights some guys up to their ship. Hu Yang gets into a fist fight he with an HK throw. assassin droid, and he like can use his secondary arms as as mallets, just whacking. It. Uh, that was a fun fight, I thought. Then we get another fight out in the forest between. Uh, it's a rematch, but from previous lightsaber battles we've seen in this this show, it's Merrick versus Sabine. Sorry, Ahsoka and Sabine versus. Uh, Merrick and Hottie. Yeah. Uh, Shin. Shin Hati. Yeah. And um, Sabine wins her fight, um, slices Merrick open, and he explodes into gas. You mean Ahsoka. Gassed. Yes, sorry. Ahsoka and Merrick. Yes. Sabine and, and Shin. Shin. Um, yeah, so Ahsoka slices Merrick open, and someone online hypothesized this is that he was potentially a dead uh, Inquisitor that, like, uh, Morgan resurrected with that her would evil make magic. Way more sense with mm-hmm. with da- okay with Dathomirian magic. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Do you know what I'm happy about? He's not anyone. He's a random yeah. faceless guy. He exploded into green mist, and I just said, "Wow, my my fan theory was correct. He was a green fog." <laughs> or someone online made an even better joke. Said he was he <laughs> all along he was. The cloud from Lost. <laughs> it's good, good joke. So fortunately, not Cal Kestis. Fortunately, not yeah. Ezra Bridger. Yeah. Um, do you want to want to hear some of the some of the other crazy theories I heard? Yes. A resurrected Kanan Jarrus. Uh huh. And our favorite slash least favorite um crazy plot line. Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Luke. Um, and then Sabine. And, <laughs> Sabine and, and Shin continue to fight. Ahsoka runs off to continue to try and stop, uh, get the map back. Because at this point, they're in like final countdown. They're, mm-hmm. they're going to make it to Thrawn if that map is not removed. So Sabine and Shin continue to fight and Sabine gets her helmet knocked off, but she's using her lightsaber and she's, she's, uh, She's keeping her own in this fight. Mm-hmm. She's doing yeah. a lot better than last time, not yeah. getting stabbed in the stomach. Um, and pretty much Sabine actually loses her lightsaber and then does this kind of fun f- trick where she like is acting like she's trying to use the force on mm-hmm. Shin and it kind of draws her into doing a typical like villain you have monologue no and then just shoots her with one of her wrist weapons. <laughs> And I don't know, I don't remember exactly what happened there, but then it, it gets Shin into a weaker position, and Shin uses a smoke bomb to escape. She's and she was already shaken. Yeah. From when Ahsoka killed. Yeah, true. Killed Merrick, like she looked. Yeah. Like, oh crap, I'm outnumbered, and so Ahsoka has gone. Um, 
to go stop the map. Mm-hmm. And, and we get a shot where um, <laughs> we see Balin again. Uh-huh. <laughs> this man's and, just standing around. And you said, when was the last time this poor man got to sit down? <laughs> well, he was just... At the end of episode two, he's standing at this... Oh, yeah, this, he's been there. Uh, this uh, hinge is what they call it. It's kind yeah. of similar to Stonehenge. Um, the place where they've activated the map. And then he's there all episode three. And then into episode four. This man has been standing there for a while. Oh, interesting that you think of it like Stonehenge. I think yeah. of it like the hinge of a door. Oh. Like a pat. Like well, the way they spelt it was with an E, right? In, well, in the, probably, in the ca- but in the like captions. it sounds like, you know, yeah. like also like a door hinge because yeah, it's a pathway. Interesting. But we also skipped something. It was a funny comment um, when Shin threw her smoke bomb. I went, smoke bomb. And you went, pocket sand. <laughs> that was really good. We scared Athena. <laughs> so then we get um, a fight between Ahsoka and Balin, oh, which good. I think is an incredible fight. Um, there's some there's some nice psychological warfare going on here. Balin is, knows who Ahsoka is, knew who Anakin was. Mm-hmm. And that's... That is a very small group. There are not a lot of people that know that Anakin was Darth Vader. Yes. Well, he makes that line. He says not a lot of people. Exactly. Yeah. Everyone knew who Anakin was. Not many people lived to see what he became. Yeah. And so, yeah, the fact that, you know, even even if you were a living Jedi doesn't mean that you would know. Mm-hmm. I feel like from what a lot of the implication was for a lot of people living under the Empire, the galaxy is so large. It's very possible you have no idea who Darth Vader even is. Exactly. Well, because I think that's the case because, well, the Sith don't show up unless it's bad. Mm-hmm. That's what we. That's when we see. Like, I feel like the everyday person is not going to know who Darth Vader is mm-hmm. because if they're just doing their thing, they're farmers. They're not rebels. They're just going to be upset at the Empire about taxes. You know, taking yeah. <laughs> their you know their land being taken, things like that. Typical things. People didn't see Vader until it was. Until it, yeah. you you screwed up. Uh huh. He's the boogeyman. <laughs> yeah, he really is. He's the boogeyman. Yeah, but Balin is working with Imperials, so it does like all these things. But yeah, you're right. It is. Which is. It does show that he either found that knowledge or knew through the. He seems to have very a lot of knowledge just straight through the Force. Which is also why there's an interesting scene. Not to like call back to Mandalorian season two, the end of Mando, when Luke is on the ship. And we see the green lightsaber and Moff Gideon looks like he just pooped his pants. That is a scared man <laughs> uh-huh. because really probably Moff Gideon is a high ranking Imperial. All he would know is that Luke Skywalker went into a room with the Emperor and Darth Vader and he was the only one that walked out. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah, that's so that's very true. And so then Ahsoka, I feel like she was winning this fight and then Sabine shows up mm-hmm. in that puts her off balance well she she was until she uh she ripped the map out of its yeah. stone pedestal and it uh-huh. burned her hand so she couldn't right. double blade her yeah 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 lightsaber yeah she was through this entire episode she's only fighting with one she has two lightsabers she's uh-huh. only fighting with one and she knocks out shin because yeah. shin shows up before sabine does Yeah. oh yeah so that was what it was shin shows up for to Sabine, that implies that Sabine is dead. That puts mm-hmm. her off balance. She throws Shin against a wall, knocks her out. Uh, Sabine shows up, but that distracts her long enough for Balin to like 
really go after her and knock her out into the ocean. Mm-hmm. That's where the I think the fallen Jedi part comes in. It's very literal. Well, that's what I said because we see, um, we see them at the cliff, and Balin was holding Ahsoka there. Mm-hmm. Ahsoka is telling uh, Sabine to destroy the map. Yes, but she doesn't. She has it in her hand with the gun pointed to it, but she can't. She can't. She cannot bring herself to break it because mm-hmm. that's the map to Ezra. So Balin kind of just looks at. So the, at this point, Ahsoka's now gone. She's like fallen off this cliff mm-hmm. off into the ocean. Balin shoved her. Yeah. And a Sabine now has the map globe thing in her hand with a gun pointed at it, which to me, a solid metal sphere does not seem like it could be destroyed by a blaster. Mm-hmm. Not easily. Not a point, at point blank range, it seems like it would do more damage to you in the yeah. gun. But Balin pretty much just reads her and turns his lightsaber off and, like, knows that he can convince her. Because mm-hmm. he's like, this is your only chance to save Ezra. How he knows who Ezra is is interesting. This is why, again, I said he seems to know things just through the Force. I think he's, like, reading her thoughts, potentially. And he says, your family died on Mandalore because your master didn't trust you. Mm. And that is what I want to know more about. Yeah. Because that implies, because at the end of Rebels, her family is alive. Uh-huh. We like so from what I'm guessing it wouldn't be too far to assume that Sabine's family and the rest of Clan Wren mm-hmm. were victims of Night of a Thousand Tears like the rest of the Mandalorians. Yeah. So that's something that we see in Book of Boba Fett, right? Is when we get the actual depiction of the purge of Mandalore. Oh my gosh, is it really? It's a Mandalorian, quote, Mandalorian episode, but whether it's in Mandalorian right. season two, I'm it pretty is. sure it's, it's in Book of Boba Fett. Five. And um, nonetheless, it's a Mandalorian <sighs> storyline uh, montage where we see Mandalore, Mandalore get just get wrecked. <laughs> and um, so, yeah, so that line, because they're dead because your master didn't trust you. Is that implying that? Sabine could have stopped that if she were there, but she was not there mm-hmm. because Ahsoka did not think she was ready to go back and become the leader that she's seemingly destined to be. Or Ahsoka knew she'd probably die too. Yeah. Um, so, nonetheless, uh, I think this is actually a really excellent scene of suspense because there's a lot of scenes like this in Star Wars and fiction as a whole where a hero is tempted to join the villains to do something selfish. Typically... It's something that with not a lot of stakes, typically it's something that the only reason the character would do it is if they acted out of character. But in this scene, that's pretty, this is the one of the very few times in the show so far where the slower pace, I think, really pays off. And I, Oh, sorry, continue. I think that this, this scene is somewhat drawn out. I think it works. I legitimately did not know what she was going to do. I believed yeah. 50-50. She would destroy it or give it to him. And when she finally did give it over, I was shocked, but it did not seem out of character. And it did not, like, it It was an interesting choice. Natasha's acting as Sabine has really grown on me. Yeah. The, the first episode was kind of, I did. I wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. She's grown on me. I think overall, everything is clicking in this yes. episode. Yes. And um, it feels like things are happening. It feels like we're propelling towards something. It feels like there's there's tension. It feels like there's stakes. It feels like, okay, it no longer feels like this show was just like, treading water until um mm-hmm. thrawn shows up it feels like thrawn might show up at any second now yeah like i it feels like like whereas the previous three episodes did, did not feel like 
at, by the end of the episode, anything significant would happen. This episode, like, oh man, it is, it's hitting the fan now. Yeah. Things are getting bad. This actually feels like a story. Mm-hmm. It feels like characters are doing something. It feels like characters have motivation. This is an excellent episode of Ahsoka. And, and this is like the pinnacle of that. Yeah. And so Sabine makes the decision to give him the map. Mm-hmm. He takes the map, turns it back, just plugs it right back in, and mm-hmm. it just finishes booting up. The second the map finishes, map coordinates finish loading to the space ring, he just destroys it. Yeah, this is, we've only seen this a couple of times. Um, the way he destroys it is he puts his lightsaber handle right over it and ignites it. Mm-hmm. Such a cool thing to do. Mm-hmm. The only other time I can really significantly remember seeing someone do that is Kylo in episode eight. Yeah. He, he catches his lightsaber and just activates it. And it goes through that um, guard's mm-hmm. head. It's just such a logical way to use a lightsaber. It really is. And um, so it this like it's a very small moment, him destroying the map, but it looks great. It's just a nice little moment that I thought was really cool. And we kind of see it dawn on Sabine's face. You know, she's like, I don't know. She's, I mean, she's shocked. I mean, betrayed by Sith, shocked face. But you know, like you kind of see it in her face that she realizes, up, oh, she messed up. You know, mm-hmm. she has nothing to go off of at this point, and so she's prisoner. Shin wanted to kill her when yeah. Shin woke back up. Shin tried to kill her, and Balin makes a comment where he goes, "I gave her my word, and I'm going to keep that, unlike her master." And so I'm mm. like. Yeah, he's full of one-liner zingers he out is. here burning people without a um, lightsaber. I <laughs> I almost... So I'm thinking, of course, this is going to be contention. They hate each other. And so... Uh-huh. No doubt, I have a feeling it's probably going to lead to Shin doing, Shin doing something stupid and Sabine gets free, you know. Um, my first thought, though, <laughs> was that they're going to do like an apprentice swap... Like how TLC would do wife swaps. Uh-huh. They just swap apprentices, but that didn't go that way. Um, <laughs> so they head back up to the space ring. Um, Balin, Shin, and Sabine and Toe and Morgan is there. And they're like, we're ready to jump to space. Hera and her five starships finally show up. And they're like, we're here. <laughs> um, and so they see the ring. Uh, and Morgan's like, we're going to go. Um, and so they jump into hyperspace. They disable the ghost for a short while. The um, ring jumping into hyperspace just totally kind of destroys a couple of the ships. They crash into each other, and then it's only Hera left with two other ships. Um, she does get in contact with Hiang, who's like, oh, um, who finally gets in contact with her. He's been working on repairing the ship this whole time. He, you know, has no idea what's happened. Sabine is gone. And Ahsoka is <laughs> somewhere in the ether. As we see after the ship has jumped into hyperspace, um, there's an aerial shot of of Henge, Hinge, and it kind of pans over the ocean into a gorgeous transition. Like... This is this is some nice seamless transitioning into an overhead shot of Ahsoka lying on her back and she is woken up in the world between worlds. Mm-hmm. For those of you that have not seen Rebels, um, this is a concept that was introduced in season four. It is not a time travel gimmick. The episode ex- 
that it is basically it's a it's a world between worlds it's all black and white and it's a world that's between fixed points in time like important points fixed points it's not like a time travel loop thing it is how Ezra saved Ahsoka from dying in season two. We don't find that out until season four, but it's explained in that episode, this cannot be used to change the past. It will not be used to retcon the sequels. <laughs> um, <laughs> As many people theorized at the time when uh, season four came out. So she wakes up here and she hears a voice. She turns around and lo and behold, who do we see? Ezra. Sabine. I thought you were pi- actually pi- pile of ash. That's Canaan. I thought you were actually gonna like, a, a wolf named do it. Doom. No. Anyways, so <laughs> Star Killer. No. <laughs> so she turns around and we see Hayden Christensen's Anakin. It's just Hayden Christensen. It... <laughs> it's not Anakin. <laughs> <laughs> so and that's where the episode ends, which is super exciting. Yes, I I had this slightly spoiled for me because they like immediately released a poster oh, with Anakin man. on it. Like today, they released the poster. Um, but I'm not too not too mad about it. So I know we just just stepped into one, one of the very fun moments. That a lot of people are going to want to talk about um, one of the highlights of the show, probably. But to take a quick small bite, I was trying to find it. The robot working for. The villains in this, the one who's like operating the uh, hyperspace during, mm-hmm. I cannot find who he is, but I love his voice. He has this very modulated voice. He still speaks English, but he, he's, they've done this quite a few times with modern Star Wars, I feel like, at least a couple of times. I feel like they're um, one of the guys who works for, uh, I always forget his name, the, the Cameo King. Uh, played by Forrest Whitaker. Saw Gerrera. Saw Gerrera. His, like, secondary guy who kind of is, like, the same species oh, as Plo Koon. I feel like there's a couple of different people in this world who have modulated voices that feel like they're coming out of a radio. Mm-hmm. And I, I just think it's a really cool aesthetic choice because in order to be authentically Star Wars, at least if you're post-prequels, the prequels have their own aesthetic, post-prequels, there's an element of it has to feel like it was made in the 70s or 80s to some mm-hmm. degree. There has to be this like almost retro element to it. And that is a big point of that. Is that like if in the 80s when they were making characters who spoke through a machine, they sound like a machine. Mm-hmm. And this robot, it just captures that sound. I cannot find his name or who the voice actor is, unfortunately. But also... Um, it's not too shocking that he's not listed, whoever the voice is, because um, Dave Floney is also not credited as, as Chopper. As Chopper. Yeah. So it's not too shocking. Though what I did find here, though, is I presume this is one of the, the X-Wing pilots. Lieutenant Lander is played by Brendan Wayne, grandson of John Wayne and one of the body actors for uh, The Mandalorian, huh. for, uh, for Din. Super so cool. he's getting some face time in this show. Which I think is kind of cool. I wonder if he has played this fighter. Fl- Dude's uh, probably on a on a Star Wars set more this more this year than Pedro Pascal. Hundred percent, we know that for a fact. Yeah, so I thought that's cool. I think that he is he's pretty much one of the few actors who make up the Mandalorian. Yeah, and I think it's cool that he's getting some FaceTime. Um, so that was so yes. Yeah, so Anakin is this is a lot of people. His voice is in the trailer. 
for like one of the later trailers, people have been arguing back and forth as how much would Anakin actually be in this show? Because it's supposed to be Hayden Christensen's last time mm-hmm. as live action. Uh... Because he was pretty significantly featured in Obi-Wan a year ago. He played Vader. And then there was one flashback sequence yeah. where we had Obi-Wan and Anakin doing a training sequence. At the end of the show, you had Vader's mask get torn open, which I have a meme about for later. Um, and you saw his face. So, And he was wildly part of the marketing for Kenobi. Um, so people went back and forth as whether they thought he would actually show up. He shows up for a brief moment here, but it seems to be setting up a very mm-hmm. a full-on conversation. Now... Who is this actually? Is this actually Anakin's Force Ghost? Is this a projection? Is this... The the episode ends with Darth Vader's theme playing ominously. Is it some sort of trick? Mm -hmm. We have no idea. It can't... Well, okay. It technically could, but it's probably not Palpatine at this point. Hopefully not. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I have a couple thoughts. Whatever happened between Ahsoka and Sabine must have been bad. Mm, interesting. Yeah, I mean, it could have and, been the very thing that Balin is talking about, of once Mandalore was destroyed and Sabine was not there, and if it mm-hmm. was because of Ahsoka, I can see that causing a major rift between yeah. them. And, I mean, also, there's a part of it... I mean, looking at this, it's like... Sabine has been closer with... Has been leagues closer with... um the ghost crew mm-hmm. that she ever would have been with Ahsoka. Her really only run in with Ahsoka was the few times Ahsoka helped him as Fulcrum. Yeah. Well, okay, not few times, but like as the times Ahsoka helped them with Fulcrum. And a lot of the times Ahsoka was on in an episode, she's with Kanan and Ezra. Uh-huh. She was not around Ahsoka a lot. And so. Which reminds me of something I thought I said that was pretty funny, which was. Uh, who, Sabine or, or Hu Young, one of them uh, reports out as Fulcrum. <laughs> Fulcrum was originally Ahsoka's like code name in Rebels, and then Callus uh, used it, and I feel like at least one other person has used it. Cassian Andor was Fulcrum for a little bit. Was he really? Yeah, he was. Wow. So when someone else used it in this show, I think it was Sabine. It was it was Hera. Uh. uh yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, it was Hera used it. I went, <laughs> your fulcrum, your fulcrum, your fulcrum, I'm fulcrum. Is there any other fulcrums I should know about? Another six SpongeBob I made, reference. And I made another SpongeBob reference. We're all fulcrum here. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> huh. So. So, yeah, whatever happened between them, it must have been bad for her to choose, you know, to really try to figure out if she's going to save this map or Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, it, there's a rift between them. Um, my other thought was, this is not the first time we have seen, um, technically a Rebels character teaming with a Sith. Yeah. When Ezra teamed up with Maul, granted, that was the energy of Ezra meeting crazy old Maul and not actually knowing he was a Sith. Which is actually mm-hmm. one of my favorite components. That's just like mm-hmm. your child. You that's call like your me the old master. <laughs> it's like your child bringing home red flag. Mom, I found this dog, and it's a <laughs> rabid wolf. Um, but so it is not the first time because Maul was like a mold mm-hmm. in Rebels. He just kept coming back. Um, 
but so it kind of feels like the same <laughs> eczema <laughs> exactly it kind of feels it kind of yep. feel, feels like the same begrudging truce to uh i don't know to further i don't know get to the means of an end yeah yeah so i think there's a lot that can that can happen going forward someone on reddit commented just about every plan they ever had on Rebels was to get caught and then start climbing through air ducts and, and <laughs> screw crap up. That's, um, that is correct. So, That's so correct. <laughs> so Sabine could be playing 4D de- chess here. She could. She's smart. Like, it seemingly is obviously being conveyed to the audience right now that it seems like she's, she's like given up in, in a moment of weakness in order to save Ezra. But it's possible she's just doing this, realizing fighting these guys is not going to solve the problem but getting close to them you know maybe killing thrawn because i think maybe there's some, there's some logic to thinking if thrawn's alive kill just kill destroying this map will not stop him yeah he will find a way to get over here um i think though if if all of what is happening is all very face value and sabine really is just trying to save ezra dude what if you're wrong like, what if Thrawn's alive and Ezra's not? You have facilitated the return of the devil. Stairs in uh, Return of the fir- Rise of the First Order. Uh-huh. <clears throat> yeah, and that's a good question. A good point what you just said. I wonder if at the end of all of this, if there's going to be, they're going to tie that thread of, no, obviously whatever happens here is going to eventually fail. But like, how, in what way does this set up mm-hmm. the First Order? Mm-hmm. Like, who who does this embolden? Who does this empower? Um, will we see a young, will we see Snoke at some point? Will we see a young, um, Hux? Kylo, oh. um, like wh- in what way will all of this, will there be a connection from all of this into the sequel trilogy? Um, supposedly it's all going to tie up in Dave Filoni's yeah. six and a half film, which is do, which is supposed to lead into like yeah. tie up loose ends. Um, you had a really funny comment. When when it, when they showed Ahsoka in the world between worlds, <laughs> and you said, at this point, this is her video game loading screen. Every time she dies, <laughs> I'm just saying this is the second time she has quote unquote died and just shown up in this this place, and it's, it's very blank. Regenerates. It's very video game menu. The world hasn't rendered in yet. She's on the beach. Actually, <laughs> the water hasn't loaded. Um. I, I've been seeing some interesting discourse that we didn't talk about last time because we got to see uh, Mon Mothma last time, uh, you know, in the last episode. Mm-hmm. And so we see her, you know, we've, we're getting, getting serious chancellor. There's been a lot of people that are like, putting Mon Mothma in charge of the New Republic is the worst thing they did. And it's like, well, not saying she was a perfect leader because as we're saying as we're seeing things are not going super hot for the new republic as they're trying to not be the empire but also get rid of the empire but also not being good at getting rid of the empire um i saw an interesting comment that um someone had said well mon mothma isn't going to just come in as chancellor and suddenly become an authoritarian and suddenly say no one has any opinions because that's what Chancellor Palpatine did mm. by allowing the senators to vote on whether or not they should, you know, de- uh, 
deactivate whatever scrap the yeah. fleet. Yeah. Disarmament. Th- disarmament. Mm-hmm. That is allowing them the democracy that they want. Mm-hmm. And I think we're seeing more along the lines of a government filled with people who weren't actually impacted either way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they just would have been fine. Yeah. There's, there's a lot of, lot of uh, political opinions getting flown about in this show mm-hmm. about what should be, what is, what's the best path. Um, you know, it really shows that it was a pretty smooth transition of power at the end of the Clone Wars into the Empire. And I think well, that's... Well, it helps if a good chunk of the senators are all neutral. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But now we're getting a lot... This is a lot... That's, this is a good reason why the uh, First Order was able to come about and disrupt everything because there's... The Republic never really got settled, it seems. Mm-hmm. There was, there's, there's problems from the get-go. Um, to make a quick aside, something I thought about while I was watching the show and a comment on Reddit is reminding me about it. If Ahsoka is indeed being incredibly selfish and putting everyone at risk trying to save Ezra, that is not what Ezra would have wanted. Ezra sacrificed himself to take down Thrawn. Whether he's alive or not, that was his choice. Mm -hmm. And he would not want Sabine to go through all this trouble, put everyone back in even worse risk just to save him. I was thinking that too. So I think... But But my other thought is... If the roles were reversed, hmm. I thought that too. I was like, Ezra probably would be like, don't do this. This is a bad idea. I'm cool with the space whales. We're vibing. <laughs> Thrawn and I play chess a lot. I listen lose. To, it's cool. Listen to jizz music. Smoking. Uh, what do they smoke? <laughs> smoking some calf. <laughs> that's coffee. <Cameron. laughs> I, know, I know. I don't. That's the only thing I know. Anyways. <laughs> I'm but a so, what but so you know, I'm thinking... I'm thinking this in two ways. Like, Ezra probably wouldn't want that. He's like, don't endanger people. But if you switch the roles, if you look at it from a point of view where Ezra was willing to go to such an extreme length to save those he loved, yes, it was self-sacrificial. But we have seen what Ezra has done to save his friends as well. They smoke tobacco. Stop. <laughs> I'm trying to have a good conversation with you. I agree. I agree with everything you're saying. Um, you have any other final thoughts no. on this episode? Good stuff. Good stuff. Seems to be, if the show can maintain this energy, this flow, this level of just everything, acting, writing, action, I think it'll it'll do just mm-hmm. fine. Love it. Um, and we will return next week with episode five. And... Until then, we're going to leave you with our meme minute, but it's longer than a minute. Um, Is it long enough to get us into another galaxy? We'll see. I've got a lot of memes. Um, I would like to start off with... uh, My first time I've had a video in a little while. And I don't remember what it is, so here we go. But is this really the end of Optimus Prime? Find out in tomorrow's exciting episode, The Return of Optimus Prime. spoils it how spoils it oh my gosh like it's just no pause is this the end join us next time for return of (laughs) that that you know what you could have easily put that at the end of episode two of ahsoka with is this the end of sabine (laughs) (laughs) join us next week join us next week for the return of sabine (laughs) anyways 
Uh, what do you got? What memes you got this week? Yeah, uh, good old, good old TikTok edit. This is uh, Chopper's kill count. It is. To, it's just Chopper being an absolute menace. To, uh, whatever song of the Mountain King, whatever that. You've heard the music before. Uh, I don't really recognize the music. <laughs> what is with you in the visual jokes today? <laughs> we need a counter at the bottom. As the kill count gets higher it's, and higher. It's, I don't know if it's specifically kill count, it's just menace. And he's uh, disguised. Uh, him, him rolling through that hallway just with his two arms just plop, plopping down bombs everywhere is so good. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's it. Good stuff. Good stuff. I actually have another visual one. Oh, good. Well, let me try to break that up with something that our audience can enjoy. Um, Oh, it's actually kind of audio. Relevant to this week's episode where we finally get the truth about Merrick. Um, One of my absolute favorite accounts on Facebook, Terrible Snoke Theories Daily. Um... (laughs) He said, uh, been hearing a lot of rumors about this Merrick guy being Snoke, so I went to investigate. The results may shock you. And it's like a thumbnail that just says, this MF ain't Snoke. And then next to him, next to Merrick is a circle of the stormtrooper who hit his head in episode four. <laughs> uh, such a good... This this account cracks so me good. up, man. So good. Alright, here's, here's mine. This is from Mando season three, so... I'm confused. I thought you had completed your mission, but you're still running around here with the same little critter. It's complicated. I completed my quest, but he makes Disney a ton of money, so now uh-huh. he's just back with me. Yep, I remember when that, that came out. Yeah, that's... What was the plan? Like, pre-Grogu becoming the new minion... What I wonder how much is his Rogue's popularity has influenced. They showed the uh, season trajectory. finale to Steven Spielberg, and he went, "Where's, where's the, uh-huh, where's yeah. the little guy?" Wow. <laughs> so I've got a lot. Like typically, I feel like my memes cycle between being relevant to the new episodes, being old Star Wars stuff, being Transformer stuff. But this is I've got a lot of relevant memes this week. To like how many episodes. is a lot? Uh like seven. Okay. Um, here's a. So this is shout out to Megan. She was with me when I found this meme. I just giggled to myself and I looked at her and I said, I just found a meme that's not that funny, but it allows me to do a dumb voice. So I'm going to do it on the pod. It's uh, Jerry Seinfeld and George Cassana talking and Seinfeld says, she's a Sith Lord, George, a Sith Lord. And it, she's talking about Shin and George says, I know, I know. Kind of a cute Sith Lord though. <laughs> People have been simping hard for Shin online. I know. People are like, Shin hottie? Yeah, right. (laughs) You got it. You got it. What else you got? (laughs) I was going to do the voice, but I'm not doing it. Do it the voice. No. (laughs) This is a famous scene when uh, Yoda tells Luke, you know, Luke, when I'm gone, the last of the Jedi, you will be. Uh Uh-huh. I think we've done this one before. Have we? This, I mean, I've definitely seen it, but I've, yeah, this has been a running joke of, 
all the instances and the Are you sure we've done this one? I'm almost certain. Uh and <laughs> getting suspicious over there. Uh, I've definitely seen that meme. It's been a running joke the last couple of years, all all the times in the new original trilogy when they kept saying, These are the last Jedi, no more Jedi, they're all dead. And now we've got we know there's Ezra and Kanan and Ahsoka and Cal Kestis well, and Kanan. Grogu. Well, at some point in the series. <laughs> Maybe this is just like the thing of where Yoda's like last of the accredited Jedi you will be <laughs> trained by Mr. Yoda himself. <laughs> they, this is not this is real Jedi hours. They real they Jedi make real hours. Jedi. Um but it is as it's a picture of that guy that saw at the football game where he's he's wearing red plaid vest, hand on his hips, one of my favorite memes. And it's Ezra, Ahsoka, Calcestis and a little mini uh-huh. Grogu <laughs> all with their arms. I their feel hips. like that meme of the guy looking grumpy at the soccer match comes up a lot. It's one of on my favorites. Um, this is a painting of Jesus sleeping in the boat while his uh, disciples are freaking out during the storm. And the one who's trying to steer is ye- labeled Hu Yang trying to fix the ship. The other one, the other disciples labeled Sabine trying to destroy the map. And Sleeping Jesus is labeled Ahsoka napping at the bottom of the ocean. It's <laughs> good. What do you got? Uh, I have the same one. Oh, no! <laughs> Man, it's funny how rare that happens. We Man. very rarely have double up memes. The but other yeah, one go we had it. was Choppenheimer. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, very, very popular meme format of basically Gordon Ramsay with kids versus Gordon Ramsay with adults. Uh-huh. But it's Hu Yang with Jedi younglings. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. Coaches. Hu Yang with Sabine Wren. You <laughs> donkey. <laughs> It's so true, though. He's got such beef with her. I don't understand it. Athena, our editor. Definitely not a cat, just our editor. Write that down. Um, This is just an image of Lego um, Jason Sandula, and it just says, they lied to us because he has brown <laughs> he has hair. He doesn't have brown hair. <laughs> mm. But also, I don't, this is this definitely got to be edited in. It's got a little, like, behind him. It does. And really large is the cartoon version yeah. of him. <laughs> what do you got? Uh, leaked season two footage from the book of Boba Fett. Uh, I wanted to hear your thoughts on it. it's just a screenshot of lego uh mace windu versus lego boba fett in the cantina it's good from uh the original star wars trilogy Mm. lego games the best ones Mm -hmm. anyways um this is um screenshot from well this is like stills from last week's episode and shin hati is saying godzilla <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Shin saying, Merrick, form up on my wing and wait for my signal. Merrick says, as you wish. Then the grandpa from uh, uh Princess Bride, Princess oh Bride. my gosh. That day Shin was amazed to discover that when Merrick said as you wish, what he meant was, I love you. <laughs> 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 Not anymore though. Nope, he's dust. <laughs> he dust. But maybe that's why she was so disturbed by his death. <laughs> oh yikes. Transformers art styles in a nutshell. G1, cardboard boxes. Animated. It's Clifton Chin from uh, 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 Fairly Odd Parents. 
IDW is uh, like just drawings. A wide range. Yeah. And Bayverse is just scrap pile of scrap metal. <laughs> Good. Very accurate. Very accurate. Um, here is a uh, screenshot from the first episode when Ahsoka is talking to the HK droids that are trying to kill her. And the HK droid asks Ahsoka, why is one of your lightsabers shorter than the other? And which is which is true. She's got two lightsabers. One is shorter than the other. Ahsoka says, "It's called a shoto. It's a nod to traditional Japanese swordsmen." And the, the droid just says back, "Weeb." We're on the cute side of memes now. <coughs> this cute little one. Many Bothans died to bring us this information. Mon Mothma. <laughs> Mon Mothman. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's good. Mon, I like that. It Mothman is an, it is an image of a of the ever famous Mothman in Mothma dress. <laughs> um, this is a shot of Ahsoka slicing Vader's helmet, and then a shot of Obi Wan slicing Vader's helmet from the Kenobi show, and then it just has Captain Jack Sparrow labeled Anakin saying, "Stop, Stop blowing holes in my helmet." <laughs> I thought you would like that. Um. Uh, talks in dubstep, suggests infanticide, kills 50k people, refuses to elaborate further. Uh-huh. Yep. <laughs> Alluding to... So it's Chopper's head Chad on Chopper. the Chad body. Chad... <laughs> Chad just... No, I mean Chopper. Ch- Chad... <laughs> chapter? Chop... Chad, Chadper. Chop... Chop at... Chad. Hmm. Anyways. Uh... <laughs> infanticide who did he said oh from that episode where they're trying to 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 defend the baby jedi yeah yeah (laughs) wow uh this is my last one oh i'm on my last one too um it's got a bunch of like emojis like a crying emoji and heart eye emoji and heart emojis and it said i would literally literally die if a guy did this to me It's Obi. It's Obi Wan and killing uh, Maul in Rebels. (laughs) Anyways, which is, I feel like Ahsoka got Maul Merrick in a very similar way. Very similar. Mm -hmm. Okay, what do you got? Did you notice that she went from fighting poses and the fighting pose was she? They both are like. There's a bit of. um, Again, I talked about psychological warfare. They're each between. Like, they have, like, very short, intense interactions, and they'll both step off, mm-hmm. and they'll both shift between fighting styles, mm-hmm. but that was really interesting. And she shifted into very similar fighting style, like Obi-Wan did. Oh, here's my last one. <laughs> so, <laughs> Terrison Ford, looking at two different versions of Bumblebee, one is the Bayverse one, and he says, evil. And then it's got the, bu- the actual, like, 2019 Bumblebee movie, or 2018, and it just says... Baby boy, baby. <laughs> Great. Good work. <laughs> and thus ends this week's meme minute, but it's longer than a minute. Pass out. <laughs> uh, is it long enough to kill Rachel is the real question. And um, if you don't know, every week we each make our own meme. And then, uh, so one of these memes each of us shared, each of us made. And now we're going to try to guess which meme the other one made. Man, there's a lot of M's in there. That's hard to, to say correctly. Um, I am currently six and two on the season. Rachel's five and three. So it's a close season so far. Weekly reminder that Caleb is zero and two. 
And I just sent Rachel my memes. Rachel just sent me hers. Got seven to choose from. Well, I know it wasn't this one with Luke talking to Obi-Wan. Uh, Luke talking to Yoda. I know it's not the young one. I saw that one. This one is a screenshot from Reddit, so I know you didn't do that one. <laughs> or is it? <laughs> uh-huh. The Transformers art style one is very you. Mon Mothman is really funny. That could be you. The Chopper Chad one could be you. Doesn't quite feel like your sense of humor. I'm too bad looking at... I was looking at mine instead of yours. <laughs> the Michael... The uh, Harrison Ford one definitely could be you as well. That's... Hmm, this is... I did not narrow it down very far. Transformers art styles in a nutshell. Man, this is... This is difficult. You got a good range here of jokes. Mon Mothman. <laughs> never, you don't talk about Mothman very much. So that, that seems unlikely. I'm down to two. I've got... I'm gonna guess. I'm gonna guess a Transformers art styles in a nutshell. No, ah, is it the uh, Harrison Ford one? No, is it Moth Man Mon Mothma? Ah. Good job. That's funny. That's a good one. I really like that. That, I made that one, one a lot. From scratch. Yeah, it's great. It's a good joke. Um. Okay. Well, that drops me down to six and. Three on the season. Not pretty good, though. It's good uh, 66.6 repeating uh, ratio of success. So safe to say you're probably not behind terrible Snoke theories daily. No, that's a screenshot. That one is not a, really a meme. Unless it's, you've actually been running this the whole yeah, time. Yeah, and just pumping myself up. Yeah. No, I wish. I, very funny Facebook account. Definitely not me. Don't, 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 don't. It is indeed the one of Jesus yes! in the go! boat. <laughs> Let's go! We're coming back, everyone. And we are tied back at Woo! six and three. Uh, fierce com competition. Um, well, you can see all these memes. You follow us on Facebook or uh, I was about to say Reddit. We do not have a, not have a Reddit account. Media. We could. <laughs> uh, that's not worth keeping up. Uh, Twitter or X, as the kids are calling it these days. We definitely just call it Twitter. <laughs> uh, we'll meet in the middle and call it Zitter. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, I hate that. Xitter. Tex. Uh, <laughs> What on what do you do? I'm sure everyone made this joke, but what do you do on Zitter? You don't tweet. You like zit? Do you zweets? It's for all of Dr. Pim you, it's for all of Dr. Pimple Poppers fans. Oh gosh, no. Ooh, just get them. Yeah, push all those people into one area of the internet, please. <laughs> um yeah, so follow us on uh on Twitter, uh Rebels Robots Pod. If you prefer Twitter on Facebook, just Rebels and Robots Podcast. Um, as always, thank you to Caleb Jacoby for our intro and outro music. Uh, thank you to Rachel. She runs the Twitter and made our excellent artwork. Thanks to Cameron. He, uh, runs our Facebook. Thank you to Athena, our amazing editor. She's got a lot to edit out this week. Cause hopefully you're not hearing it. Rachel has been sick and has been coughing a lot. I've got six different coughs. I've got to cut Man, out. Wonder, I mean, Athena's got to cut wonder, out. Wonder, wonder got me sick. <laughs> I, 
don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> the one who got me sick. Oh, that real quick. <laughs> don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. It made me think about. Uh, at some point, Merrick just looks at Morgan and goes witchcraft, and someone on Reddit said, "quote witchcraft." No, says uh, the uh, wait. Who said I, it? Balin says it. Oh, who would I say? Merrick. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, Merrick. Ah, gosh dang it. <laughs> Balin looks at this this witch and says witchcraft. And the, the thing on Reddit said, "quote Richcraft," says the space wizard. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, give us something. Get, leave us a review to read. I'm gonna look real fast and see if I can find Rachel's mom's review on uh, on, Amazon. on Amazon. Rebels and robots. Amazon. If I could spell robot correctly, that'd be good. I always go robots every single time. <laughs> Rebels and robots. Um, Rebels and ribbits. Rebels talk about and Wars robots and podcast. Amazon. Not Prime Music, because that's not where you can actually see. Gosh dang it! This. Your mom may have chosen the absolute most <laughs> difficult place to find a review <laughs> for this podcast because it's not even where the podcast lives. It's yeah. just on. Uh, I don't even know. remember how I found it. Last time, uh, maybe I searched podcast. Ugh. There it is. Okay. Let's see if I can find a review here. So my review shows up. I left a review last week as a test. It shows up, but your mom doesn't. Apparently, Amazon thinks your mom's a bot. Hopefully, it'll show up soon and I'll be able to read it. Well, hey, we got a review on August 31st from a Cameron. Oh, my gosh. Uh, almost said your full name. <laughs> Listen now if you like Star Wars and or Transformers. <laughs> That's me. That's you. So, sorry, Mom. Maybe one day Amazon will actually publish your uh-huh. review, but it's not today. That, man, that, there was something this week I was thinking in my head about having to talk about Oh, right. I Okay, last thing. Um, this should have been up, up top. I forgot to save the photo in my notes. So I was visiting my family in Redacted State, in Redacted City, though um, it's got a bit of historical element to it, so it will somewhat narrow down what part of the country it's in. Um, though, okay, sorry. I got to find the photo that I took. Where is it? Here it is. Okay, so there was a... I was hanging out near where we were hanging out, and uh, outside in this building, there was a plaque saying its historical significance, and it said, Civil War veterans formed a national organization called the Grand Army of the Republic. (laughs) Or GAR. (laughs) As you might know, if you're a Star Wars fan, Grand Army of the Republic is what they refer to the army of the, the clones in the Clone War. So I thought that was quite funny. Referring to the uh, the North as the Grand Army of the Republic from the American Civil War. Oh no, I just gave away that we're in America. Oh, <laughs> I no. mean redacted country. <laughs> oh, we're da- yeah, they're not gonna find. They're gonna find us from that. So that was another uh, fun surprise piece of podcast content out in the wild. Um. So, uh, yeah. So leave us a review. Tweet or DM us your memes. Give us opinions. Give us something to read on the pod. This is Cameron and Rachel signing off saying, we can't wait to see those nameless pilots celebrated in reaction baiting Facebook posts two months from now. Drag them, Rachel. 
horrible Facebook people. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. This is Cameron and Rachel signing off saying, Pocket Sand. I have two more alternatives we could use. <laughs> uh, this is Cameron and Rachel signing off saying, I actually hope Merrick was Luke, so now he's dead. <laughs> that'd, that'd be the ideal, honestly. <laughs> or here's the other one. This is Cameron and Rachel. So- oh. This is Cameron and Rachel signing off saying, You're Fulcrum, he's Fulcrum, no. I'm Fulcrum. No. Do you like any of those three? Is you have a better idea? No. <laughs>